Hot 102.7 Business with Nzinga. Thanks for staying with us on Hot Business. It's nearly the end of the show, which means it's time to take a look at what's moving the markets locally and internationally. I'm joined by Jeff Blount. He's the CIO of Invequity. Jeff, good to have you on Hot Business. It's the first time we've chatted, so I'm excited about that. I think the biggest story when it comes to markets today would be inflation data. Um, we saw that rising 3.4% in the US. What, if anything, did that do to markets? Well, um, first of all, I think everyone was expecting a print uh, of at least 32 or lower. And so the fact that it's up, even though it's only 0.2%, means that uh, it, it, it impacted people's uh, views that uh, the Fed interest rate cycle was over and inflation rates were going to come down quicker over time uh, and uh, that would then re-bolster equity markets. But uh, because it's printed slightly higher, it means everyone's a little bit nervous now. Does that mean that this is just a temporary blip on the downward trajectory for inflation? Or you know, does this signal that inflation is a little bit more sticky than people expect or it might even bounce up. Um, we saw similar things in, you know, in the South African inflation rate as well uh, in recent times. And I think that spooked markets. So, you know, we were trending along in South Africa. And in fact, most markets were up uh, slightly. Quite an uneventful day in the markets. And then this news came out and it put the brakes uh, on the market. So we still ended up, uh, at currently, we still 211 points up or a quarter of a percent. But essentially, uh, yeah, the, the inflation rate just means that people are a little bit more nervous about the slight uptick. Uh, and that would then flow through to both the US markets because it means that if uh, inflation is stickier for longer, it means that interest rates may stay up for longer. Yeah. Uh, and that's not good for corporate performance. Um, and, you know, in South Africa, the same would apply. You know, if the US keeps interest rates higher for longer, it uh, reduces the ability for the Reserve Bank in South Africa to. Uh, cut rates, even if our inflation rate is is falling. Um, and so everyone watches that number very, very closely. And I mean, that speaks to the point of emerging markets, Jeff, creeping up ahead of that inflation data that came out. And I didn't really understand why that happened. Can you just help us understand that? Well, I'd love to say that uh, there was some uh, good answer on that. Um, look, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there were more buyers than sellers for the yeah. marginal uh, uh, creep up. No, look, I, th- I think that uh, maybe just you know, yesterday we, we took some heavy hits across some of our biggest stocks um, uh, in South Africa. Um, and so I think there was a little bit of a bounce back there. You know, we've also seen, uh, uh, you know, gold and some of the other commodities, you know, rising. And that obviously is supportive of our market. Our gold shares did well. Um, so I suspect that you know this was just a bit of a lackluster day, but it was moving in the right direction um, across global markets. Um, and then obviously this news came out. Uh, this, this is one of the data points that I think everyone watches. And in fact, perhaps the reason why it was rather an uneventful day was because people were waiting in anticipation of, uh, of, uh, of this uh, data point. Okay, before we move away from the United States, we saw the SEC allowing Bitcoin ETFs in the United States. That's lots of acronyms. What does that mean in plain English and what did that do to markets? Well, it's a, it's a very, look, it's, it's created a bit of excitement and um, I think, you know, people are more enthusiastic uh, uh, around Bitcoin. Essentially, the fact that you can now buy an ETF in Bitcoin means that, you know, previously, the way that you participated in Bitcoin, uh, the, the, the only real viable way that you could participate is you had to go out and buy a Bitcoin or, or a part of a Bitcoin and then hope that the value would go up and then you would sell it um, at a profit. 
Um, with the introduction of ETFs, ETF just means exchange traded future fund, um, uh, and it just means it's an easier instrument to buy. You can find your stockbroker up and buy it, or you could just buy it via your um, uh, buy it sort of uh, online via you know many of the stockbroking uh, service providers. It would be it's like it's the equivalent of being able to buy it like either as a share on the market or like you would buy into a unit trust in the South African environment or a mutual fund in the States. So what it means that is that um, suddenly investors that previously, you know, thought, well, maybe I like Bitcoin, um, but I'm just not sure how to get hold of it, can now easily access it. So it really opens it up to a whole uh, plethora of uh, retail investors, which I think um, means that it could potentially open up more, more demand but remember, at the same time, you know, when you've got more buyers, potentially at some stage you also have, have more sellers. Um, so I think it's an interesting um, exercise. Um, I, I, I'm personally a, a Bitcoin uh, skeptic. Um, I think the cryptocurrencies have a, a role to play, but I, I, I do worry about uh, sort of the long-term prospects um, around Bitcoin. You know, essentially you're buying Bitcoin because you believe you could sell it at some stage in the future. But it doesn't represent any other underlying tangible uh, value, um, and you know at the same time it's increasingly coming under the regulatory um, authorities' uh, view that they and the authorities are looking at it now. One of the ways that uh, uh, SEC are licensing this is means it's actually coming under the purvey of the regulatory authorities, and one of the um, uh, underpins for Bitcoin, whether we whether we like it or not is the fact that it is used often to for let's call it illicit uh, fund transfers and other you know it, it's a way to mask illicit activity and payments around the globe now if uh, that is one of your key demands uh, for bitcoin uh, and it comes under regulatory scrutiny it does mean that the the opportunity set for bitcoin diminishes it doesn't take away the fact that it's actually these are great instruments um but perhaps, uh, at least to my mind, uh, I, I remain sort of long-term concerned around uh, the valuation underpin that these these actually have. Okay, Jeff, thank you so much for your time on Hot Business this evening. The CIO of Inviquity, Jeff Blount, just taking us through local and international market movements. Appreciate your time tonight. Awesome. Thanks very much. All right. And it's almost where we leave it for hot business. Let's take a look at the close of the market. The JSE was green across uh, the board. The All Share Index up 0.6% at 74,024. The Rand then trading at 18 Rand and 64 cents to the dollar, 23 Rand and 75 cents to the pound sterling, and 20 Rand and 44 cents to the euro. Uh, I just spoke about Bitcoin a little bit earlier on, trading at $48,175. And when we look at gold, that's at $2,031 an ounce, platinum at $920 an ounce, and a barrel of Brent crude oil at $79.83. And that's where we leave it for hot business uh, for this evening. Carolyn Stain standing by at the top of the hour with Hot Classic if you're listening to us on FM. If you're listening to us on DSTV Channel 822, the best of old school and R&B. Thanks so much for being with us. Good evening. Hot 1027 Business with Enzinger.